I'm not even joking when I say I'm having nightmares. But Atalanta have to be looking out for the top four finish. Mm. When relegation comes <laughs> for you. Relegation comes for you, bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much worse you say when we're actually live? You think that's bad? Oh, my God. Make you laughing over there. Mr. We producer. Mr. Producer channel. is laughing over there. I thought I Mr. Know. Producer was Enrico. Yeah, but, but he's, he's gone and now it's the second the second in command. Mr. Name, Molinari. Yeah, Molinari. Molinari's our cameraman. Molinari. Yeah. How you doing, Mr. Molinari? There we go. You can switch on your on yourself, Nick. Did you show yourself, Mr. Molinari? Yeah, show it. Show it. Let me see. Can you see? He was doing the duck shoes before. That's Nicky. Nicky boy. Nicky boy. Mike, we watched the the Torino game here. What a thrilling match, Juventus Torino. One of the best first halves we've seen in a while, just for the amount of goals, the back and forth. Mike was going crazy. He thought you were really pushing for Torino. Towards the end, you thought that they could be able to nick something, but I gotta stop placing bets. That's you don't bet now, not anymore. After after today's match, so give me the up and down because I don't even see the highlights. Torino scored first, like two minutes in, three minutes in. Uh, and then Juventus were able to come back into the match and Torino went up again, 2-1. Sanabria scored a beautiful goal. I'm, I'm telling you, Sanabria is such an underrated player. He does so much work for the team, even be, besides the goal, because we were talking about him before that, but just the way he holds up the, the ball, the way that they play. Torino in general, Juric's team comes out and plays good football. And they are... They have some players that are really good. Ilic as well in the midfield really impressed me. So they had the right game plan. And then you just knew, even when we're here, even when it was 2-1, you knew Juventus were going to come back just because of the quality and the depth that they had. Uh, they had Keza, they had Pogba, who ah, was able to make for the first time his he first, came in. Yeah, first he made his first debut. He came in as a sub or he started? No, sub. Yeah, he came in as a substitute. But they scored off of uh, set pieces, you know, in the beginning mm. of the match in in, uh, in the first half. Uh, but then the, the quality, you knew it was coming. Uh, this is like what we were talking about. Torino kind of died down a little bit. You didn't think that they were going to be able to last for a long time. This derby also has a lot of late goals. And uh, and Juventus won. They needed to win as well because now they're 10 points from Lazio in fourth place, even with the minus 15, which is pretty incredible to say the least, that they're still there. In poor match, hard opposition, Juventus won. Uh, and it was a, a thrilling match. And I think the fact that they got all of their players back is one of the things that finally yeah. Juventus fans can be happy about. It's good. Uh, the game started off good. It was exciting. Usually they're pretty low scoring, but this one was actually very good. But Mark, like you were saying, even when Torino was up, it's a shame. Uh, they play good, but they have nothing to show for. At the end of the day, you got even the last derby. They, I feel like they arguably played better than Juventus. Ended up losing that. And they gotta end. They they gotta find a way to close these games out or be more convincing. But in it's the harder back. with the, quali- the lack no, of quality. Get, like they have the game. Get, they, they play well. They play well. Bro, but they, they did it against Milan. They beat Milan two yeah. times. So they've gotten results. It's but, not like they just play no, good no, and then they get I'm no results. The derby specifically. Uh, derby de la Historically, Mola, just you know? look at the numbers. I think the last time that Torino won is 1995. It's not an easy match for them, especially in Juventus's home at the stadium. A lot of them are uh, three of the goals came from defenders too. So a lot of the set pe- uh, or set pieces Bremer. they look Bremer sloppy, had a big game. and they're not man marking correct. And they make these small stupid mistakes that really cost them from all the hard work and uh, g- great game they played overall. I think Fajoli as well. Fajoli had a good game. Mm-hmm. I liked Fajoli, uh, but yeah, I, I think once once they get those players going, it's they're 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 so hard to stop. And I think that they knew that they needed to win. Uh, Vlaovic didn't have a good game. He missed. No. He had he had a ball that was sent in from Fajoli that he hit the crossbar. But I think it's positive that Juventus do win even without uh, him there. 
I have a question because we asked people on Twitter from Ted Reca. Mm-hmm. Antonio, he's directing this one towards you. Can Pogba ever reach his old performance levels during his new spell at Juventus? Let me just say something about Pogba. Pogba, we knew it when he used to play on Juventus, the quality of player and the midfielder, what he brought into Juventus, the attacking style and all the stuff. But then, can he bring that back now? This is a, this is a, a big question mark for uh, for everybody, even including for the Juventus uh, for the Juventus uh, uh, establishment, uh, starting from the top, coming coming all the way down to Allegri, because they don't know what they're going to get back. You can never tell whether this guy is healthy 100% or whether he, he recovered. I mean, we were talking about surgery, maybe not, maybe mm-hmm. rehab and all of that stuff. I don't think it's going to be the Pogba that you were accustomed to seeing uh, many, many, many years ago. This is Pogba that uh, Pogba 2.0, which uh, with a big question mark. So mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, I will be, I will not be, I'm not going to be putting all my chips on him if I, if I were uh, uh, the Juventus fan. Mike, do not, do not set yourself up for a big disappointment because uh, yeah. you're not going to get uh, from Pogba what uh, you, you thought you were getting. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think I have to agree with you on this. I think. Just Pogba coming back to the league, I think it made everyone excited because he was so incredible the first time he came for Manchester United. So you want you wanted that passion, you wanted to be excited for all that. And unfortunately, yeah, due to injuries, he hasn't been able to play. This is, like we said, first appearance coming in. And hopefully he gets back on track and stuff like that till the rest of the season and help Juventus make top four. Who knows, make top four. The way it's going, they're playing very well, especially with Roma dropping points. But it's going to be extremely hard to see... Pogba anywhere near the level he was once the at the first stint with Juventus. Unfortunately, I hope, I, I hope I'm proven wrong. But I think he could. Tough. I think he become really important for Juventus. Do I think he could get the level last time? No, but I think I always seen seen Pogba as he's not a midfielder that that can create a midfield. Like if if you're making me start a midfield from scratch, I'm a director. He's not the first person I pick up. But if you have a really good midfield, he makes a really good midfield. Great. That's what he did at Juventus mm-hmm. because he was balanced out with. Pirlo with Marquisio with Vidal. This midfield doesn't have that, but I still think he adds a quality that they don't have. Like when I'm watching games and I'm watching all all teams play, everyone has a midfielder that starts in the midfield and brings an attacking ability. Goes up, connects the midfield to the attack. I still see nobody at Juventus do that with a certain level of quality. He's the only one that's capable of really scoring goals when it goes towards the attack. Like I know Rabiot scores. It's a set piece. He doesn't have that same quality as Pogba has. He's more of a workhorse, in my opinion. Who did he come in for? Um, I don't remember who. I don't remember who he came in for. No, Locatelli was suspended. Uh huh. So he must have come in my either for. So that's my answer. I think he get to a really great level. I don't think it'll be the same as before because of the pieces around him. Yeah, no, it was Barinache, the the Argentinian midfield that actually first came, uh, first start of the season. Twenty one years old for him. Which he is, did well. He did well. He was mm-hmm. a little shaky, but you know he's I mean, a kid, so he's trying it out. Emotion, you know, I guess playing in a derby first in debut. Stadium, mm-hmm. so to start big news. But for the Pogba mm-hmm. thing that, that you were saying, we do got to see how when he's when he shakes off the injury, how he's gonna play when he gets consistent minutes. Because even at Man U. We didn't see the same way. He was played out of position. Nobody at Man so, U performed those years. I know, but he was playing in a different role, different position. After like a two, or th- he was there for like two or three managers. So before we say, oh, he could do this, he could do this, we gotta see how he is when he picks up consistent minutes, becomes a starter for Juventus, and then really classifying him for being out for so long, out of the league from injuries and all this, all this culture shock to come so, back. So, so what did he do? So, I mean, you watch the game, obviously. No, he, he did three quarter to three quarter. What did no, he do? He, I ball think ball? he played fifteen minutes. What did he come in the seventy fifth yeah, minute, Mike? Yeah, around, around there. The so what, what position 70th. was he lurching he, around? Exactly like kind of where I said. 
Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's really where he was. You know, the, the problem with him is that he's gotten back, right? He's gone back into the team, and then he, he has these muscle fatigue. That's mm-hmm, what he's mm-hmm. he's kind of had, kind of like even Chiesa, because Chiesa's done the same thing. But we'll see what happens. It's going forward for Juventus. They're in a really great position at the moment in terms of getting the results, and I'm finally seeing the quality that we hadn't seen before, but that's due to the players. I mean, Di Maria, again, another assist. This is now five games in a row that he's involved in six goals. His last five games... The man adds a quality that, I mean, I cannot tell you, looking back in the summer, how many people thought that he was done, he was finished. Since then, he's won a World Cup, and he's been, for me, the best player in attack for this Juventus side. Let's talk about Milan. Mm. Oh boy! There's good news on top of good news. Mm-hmm. Which good news do you want? I'm going to, I'll tell I got you one right and now. two. I'll tell you I have now. two things that I'm going to bring up. Manan. Wait, wait, wait. Which one do you want? One or two? Both. No, no, no. First, do you first, want... First, give me the first. The first one. Yeah, good news and then the better news, whatever. Okay. What the first good news yeah. is that, and this comes as a reminder from our good friend, Nico, like your son's name, mm-hmm. Nico. Or Nico Enrico Scott. Enrico Scott. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Producer like, you Enrico. thought about his cat before you saw <laughs> Who's the first person you think about when you say Bold. Nico? That is not a good answer. Bold is not good. So, and then we got Nick over here. No, yeah, we got Nick. Nick. Yeah, yeah. Nico Molinari. So, Kylian Mbappe yesterday was at the uh, the Best Award show. And you know that Mbappe grew up as a Milan fan. Mm-hmm. As a kid, he always had the Milan jersey. I like him more now. I like <laughs> he, him said, he said, if I went to Italy, if I would go to Italy, it would only be for AC Milan. Wow. He said that. How do you feel? People said... Antonio, what's your reaction that he's a Milan fan? And then he want I to like it. Milan. I mean, I like it. I mean, Mbappe is not, you know, was never on the top of my list, but just because he said that, now he's coming what? all the way, he's climbing to the top. Oh, so, you're uh, disrespecting him after no, he said that? No, I'm not disrespecting. He's it's one of the best a, players in the world. It's not messy and it's not. They're uh, going to have to sell half of the Galleria to be able to uh, afford yeah, it. Of the they're going to be playing with their you socks. Know what, you know what? You <laughs> know what? It. Mbappe. We don't. We can afford it. We cannot yeah, afford know, it. First of all, okay. but to dream, but still, to dream. Nice. Imagine a forty-year-old Mbappe, Mila. I don't. I don't believe in dreams. We we believe. You don't in believe action. in dreams. We believe in action. We just get it done. Wait, you want to know something? Yeah. We made a graphic here. I'll show you. We made okay. this of a Mbappe and a Milan shirt. It looks uh-huh. good. And someone tweeted it. One of our friends on Twitter tweeted it and said, this is going to be the Lao replacement. Oh, and, and Lao actually liked the tweet. He liked it. Did? Yeah, Lau, Lau. So that means he wants to get out. No, that means that maybe Mbappe is going to come. Uh, yeah, okay. That'd be a nice one, though. Let me give, right? let me give We're going to sit him on the bench. We're going to just uh, put him uh, on uh, in charge of the locker room over there, cleaning the toilets. Playing left mid. Playing left mid. Saturnion. Saturnion is the one who put mm-hmm. it. But Maldini is bringing us the Lao replacement. Saturnion. Okay. So did he? Did he? Do you think he's he becomes better than uh, best young player in the world now? Who? Or best player in the world, Mbappe. Now that he's a Milan fan. Well, I put him on the top five, top four or five. Yeah, really? not the best, not the best. I can. Wow. I mean, I like him. Hey, just the idea that it's 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 hard on AC Milan. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's it. Damn, you're hard to please. Okay, so you're that was the first. Please. That was the first good news. He's hard to please. Se- second good news is uh, I think it's fair to say that Milan have shaked off their difficult moment. They beat Atalanta in the most convincing fashion possible. It was. One of the worst games I've seen from Atalanta in a long time. I mean, I think it was the first time in in like 20 years that they had, or 30 years that they hadn't even had a shot on target in the first half. So really terrible from that side. But it was also Milan who limited their chances. And once again, the back three is starting to really come together. 
in a way that, you know, at first, when you went to the back three in the derby against Inter, I didn't like it. More so because, like, forget about formations. Your interpretation of the game was bad. You just sat back, defended, which isn't the Milan style. Now, with Chao, with Kalulu, with Tomori, and then with Mike Magnan back, there seemed to be, I don't know, I don't know if it's true or not. You guys got to tell me. Are they more confident, honestly, with Magnan back? Because they were yeah. cool, calm, and collected. How wouldn't they be, though? If they, if you won a Scudetto with a keeper like that, the best keeper in the league of last season, you're automatically, before you even step on the pitch, you already feel more secure. Because like, if you make a mistake, you know like, he's you got know, your back. Yeah, exactly. Listen, this guy here, he doesn't sit on the back. He reads the game like a defender slash goalkeeper. This guy here... In Italy, we used to call him a portiere volante. Mm. Portiere volante. A flying it, goalkeeper. Yes. It means that he's, in, he's involved into the action as mm. well. So yeah. he is very well playing from his feet. He's starting the action. He knows where the feed, when, is, when the ball is going to go long. And he just feeds the ball, even on a long toss, precisely to the players, the vast majority of the time. So having three defenders over there, plus with the plus and one on the back of there. I call him the end one. It helps. I'm telling you, not helps. It's a huge yeah. boost of confidence. The defender, they don't turn around, try to look for somebody to blame. They know who they have on their back. Yeah, and Magnan is in charge. You mm. see the way, even on the set pieces, mm. he only has to look at, uh, at people. And I saw him in one of the set pieces. He <clears> brought <throat> one guy and he said, stay here, don't move. Is that true? Yes. What minute yes. was that? I think he, he must have positioned. <laughs> what second? He read his lips. What millisecond? <sighs> he must have positioned. Uh, I'm not sure if it was Chow or was somebody else. He's just, don't just stay here. Don't move. So he's like a coach. He's, he should be getting the, double the salary. Uh, but on top of that too, Anto, with, with Manyan coming back, everyone feeling good. This guy Chow just came in and he's Beast. playing like a vet. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of... Kalulu when he first mm. came in and immediately just fit in like butter with the rest of five, the team. Five million, he's Mike. He's twenty-one years old. Mike, five he, million. Oh man, Maldini knew five million. Dude, he's you, in, he's incredible. You took the words out of my mouth. That he this fits guy, perfectly. this guy is the next Kalulu, and he's gonna just be the three. The three of them is gonna be gelling. But like isn't a, that funny how like Kalulu is still so young, but mm -hmm. we're already referring to like Kalulu a as, as a veteran type player because, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 because of his growth. But you know, you know what's so smart about them? If you watched it uh, closely, um, Hoyland is the star player for mm. Atalanta, right? He has six goals in the Serie A. Five of them came in 2023. Uh, he's the player that's valued at a lot of money. He's the big center forward. He's fast and behind. What Chow did, and I was watching this, I said, my gosh, he's so smart. He physically was trying to beat him up right in the beginning of the match. Hoyland wanted nothing to do with it. If you watch Hoyland's movements then, they were all out wide. They were not inside he the box because he knew if he went there, he's going to get hit. It's like a massive and I, that I don't think that Hoyland really experienced that yet in Italy. Like he was able to get around with his speed and he's very technical. He's a great player, but I don't think he got hit the way he got hit by the Milan defenders. And that's such a good sign for them. Yes, Milan already did great against Harry Kane, against Tottenham. They haven't conceded now in four games, right? Mm -hmm. Zero goals conceded. It's the first time all season that you win four in a row. So these are great stuff. And Atalanta, by the way, I was doing my research because stupidly I put a freaking bet. I put both teams to score and I lost my money. You know why? Because I looked up. That. Atalanta scored <laughs> Atalanta scored in every single away match except one prior to this game. They always score away because their away form mm -hmm. is incredible compared to their home form. So to limit that... And by the way, the one game that they didn't score was against Asuolo when they had a red card. 
So completely different scenario. The fact that you were able to limit that was great. Moving forward, though, you know who's one player? Junior Messias, who technically, quality-wise, okay, I know you're, you're you're rolling your eyes. His work rate is, ima- is amazing. Yeah, his work rate his is posi- good. I think that's his best position as the right wing back because he has the, the qualities he to hustles. play in that, that position. He made a mistake. He ended up scoring to make it up. But I have to say, I, I give him credit. I never liked Junior Macias. He's not a player that makes me go crazy. I don't think he's good enough to play as a winger, but as a right wing back, he's actually good enough. You don't agree? Let no, no, just- I agree. I, I agree. That's is probably his only valuable asset. He's a hustler, and he he he's not a he's not a true goal scorer. We know that, but he scored a nice little dink over. He scored two goals in two games now, right? He scored um, the winner three, against Monza. Two goals in three games. But right now, I think he was it three. Yeah, two. Uh, you two, won't play no, Monza last no week. Yeah, two goals. So in three Monza, games. and he scored now. You said he said three goals. No, no he said oh, he two, said two? two goals oh. in three in games. three games, but it's yeah. two games. Yeah. It's a better stat. Two games. Yeah, but uh, Milan play good. They look like they're back on in form. They're slowly, you know, they're. Theo's back. Theo's back. They have Manyan back. Uh, Chao is a great surprise. But Atalanta, on the other hand, they they look really, 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 really bad. I'm not going, I mean, and I don't know if that's mostly because of Milan shutting them down. But they did not look themselves at all. And Milan played good. Uh, Milan played well in, in terms of pressing them, not letting them get chances. But Atalanta have to be looking out for the top four finish. Mm. And if they're not dropping points, it's Milan. They could drop points. But they drop points to Lecce but right before they if lost If you drop to points to Lecce, you expect them to give yeah, a 100%. fight to, against Milan, and I you agree. did not see that. Mm-hmm. So I'm disappointed in Gasperini because at the end of the day, that's his job. To Too many injuries, team. you think? Guys, one thing. They're, they're getting hit with yeah. a lot of injuries they at the are, moment. And they're not on, a team. They're not a, no, it's not really an excuse. It's, it's a reason. Everyone's dealing with that. Yeah, but some teams have deeper but benches than others. There's no aggressive. There's no Grinta from that team, especially. Especially from the forward line, guys. You that gotta is, fight. Yeah, Lukman. Luka, you know what? The one thing, Lukman. I I love Lukman. Don't get me wrong, but he's really hot or cold. Like exactly, he he's really good, or he's when not he's good, on. or he's not when good he's at on, all in some games. I'm starting yeah. to feel like, which Marco, is it's normal to go through in a season. Down. I mean, at, I mean, the Atalanta. If AC Milan didn't bring the intensity that they brought to mm. the game, you guys play with fire too much. Yeah. We did fire. not let them think. We were just attached, just glued. Every Abbiamo giocato a uomo against them. Mm. Not too much. No, 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 no. Man to man. I seen Tomori following some of those forward almost to three, to three quarter when they were backing, backing. You know the key of the game that a lot of people they haven't they haven't seen. It's Teo Hernandez's position right now. Teo Hernandez is not forced to defense and yeah. offense at the same time. Right now, Teo Hernandez is set himself. He doesn't have to drop back as much, so it helps him in attack. It's right there on the exactly. midfield. He's got a lot of more juice and he's got a lot of more stamina to take this attacking yeah. line. Whether it's going to be on the left or whether it's cutting kind of, kind of through the middle yeah. like that. Anto, I did so, some deep dive analysis. Like yeah. I, I spent hours researching this. Seriously, I went, I went crazy. I didn't even mm-hmm. do anything on my Friday night. And I came to the conclusion Regular that Friday Theo night. Hernandez is the key. with blonde hair <laughs> is the best version of Theo Hernandez. Maybe Anto, we should, maybe we should, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I had a question Maybe for I should you. paint my head. No, my I didn't say Wait, that. what about his eyebrows? You could dye your eyebrows yeah. blonde. I don't I think so. You have no gray hair in your eyebrows, by the way. They're perfectly black. He doesn't have gray hair on top either. He just chooses you know, he to does. shave his head. He yeah, can grow hair right. if he wants. Right, right, Anto? That's, that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's well, right. we can see the so spots. Anto, so Anto, I was. Would you dye your hair? Uh, never. No, no, you dye your eyebrows blonde. 
insult him if we if we uh, if we win the if, if we you go to semifinals of the Champions League. I can't. He's do supposed that. to get a Milan tattoo. <laughs> I can't do. I will. Uh, that, that's on the uh, that's on the it's on the menu. I'm renovating <laughs> my house right now. Okay. Nick, okay. why are you laughing over there? Come on, Malinari uh, so, is laughing. If Milan know. go to the Champions League semifinals, you dye your uh, eyebrows blonde. Uh, yeah, semi finals, what about to the final? Okay, yeah, no, come on. Semi finals. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> am, I, am I on record? Oh so, Andrew, okay. hopefully, for Milan's sake, you die your eyebrows. I will. No but I just want to say we complimented Milan a lot, a lot, a lot, right? But Maybe we got to complimented Milan. We don't need your compliment. AC no, Milan. I'm saying all of us. I'm I know as much as you wait to do that. AC Milan deserves all of those guys. I'm giving them credit because they deserve that. it. But I got to say, let's be honest. Let's call the elephant in the room. What's going on with Giroud? I love Giroud and all, but... Oh, Giroud did a lot of work off the I ball, know, man. I, no, no, I'm not saying... Bro, he score, set up the goal. He set up the first goal. What happened but he doesn't. Him? That's the thing with Giroud. Even when he doesn't score, he's so important but to the isn't, team. But isn't that a little concerning? No, I'm not, I'm not really that striker? concerned. Listen, the goal... Come on, he was no, on fire before the World Giroud. Cup. Yeah, but, then it's, was but it's, it's a good sign that they're still scoring goals. Giroud. They need to be more clinical, that's for sure. But the whole team was going through a terrible 2023. Giroud was so wrong about Leao and I For saw this Leao nobody realized it Leao got an assist number one number two he gave like Messias. two or three balls that they should have been his assist yeah. as well Leao is playing great he goes easy ball you have the better oh, yeah. but but Leao is he's giving everything but giving passes that his teammates are not scoring that's why he's not racking up assists he would have got so many more if his teammates knew how to finish like Jerusalem was very unlucky one with the ball that he chipped the goalkeeper by chance he took a, he, he hit his leg that was from Brahim right yeah, I think Brahim yeah, gave yeah, a little it. Brahim's been working hard too Brahim so. is starter oh we didn't even say Zlatan back too Zlatan is Zlatan back Zlatan back 41 years Zlatan old Zlatan is back and everybody likes to play around him because this guy here they want to do the best they can mm -hmm. when they have Zlatan four, around the so, past five uh, competitions, he only had uh, in all comps. Uh, Giroud only has one goal. It's okay, games. Mike. It's okay as long as we they won those games. Scoring. Yeah, we won. I feel I feel a lot better going into your match against Tottenham than I did a little while ago because yeah, I know sure. I know Milan won the game one zero. I'm disappointed that they didn't win by more because I think they deserve to by the way they played. But when you go to England, it's a tough game. But with the new look defense and with the way the team's playing, it gives me a lot more confidence. The team that I have, I'm losing all confidence in. And I'm not even joking when I say I'm having nightmares. I'm having nightmares today. Roma, those it's bets. Inter. Oh, because they are consistently inconsistent. After beating Porto, we've said one zero. Seasons, yeah. After beating Porto, you go on and you lose to Bologna. Now two times in a row. After last year, you already lost to them at home in a terrible, awful performance from Inter. I am so scared for when they go away because their away form is shocking it's shocking the amount of goals that they concede mm -hmm. the way the way that they don't score goals home and away it's two completely different teams and for me we've already been saying this i have given up on inzaghi as is he a top coach is he a good coach? Your dad I, was right the I whole gave, time. Your dad so, was whole, right the whole time. I, don't want, I, don't I, want want right the whole I hope you're not listening to this. He's right. He was of right, he's right the whole time. Okay, so let's make the distinction, right? Did Inzaghi adapt well with dealing with players that, that they lost, Inter lost, with the company of Inter, who is not a stable, it's not a stable ownership yeah. with what's going on. That transmit transmits to the team. Of course. That's great from him. But he is not able to motivate his team in the way that they need to be motivated. This Inter for me is better than what they are. He's not the top coach. Now, will they have to stick with him for financial reasons? Maybe. Or should they look 
at maybe the guy that's right across from them, maybe like a Tiago Mota on go left field and get a young coach who could try to build a project, a coach like that, should be something they consider because the way Bologna play is incredible. If you watch the goal that they scored, you see the pressure that Dominguez puts on um, on D'Ambrosio, I believe it mm-hmm. was. And that pressure forces them to lose the ball. And the movements off the ball are great because Orsolini starts running because he has confidence in his teammates that they're going to give him the ball. He scores the 1-0. Orsolini's been on fire lately. I think he's scored six of their last seven goals. And Bologna's form right now is top, top class. And it comes totally. down to Thiago Motta because, unfortunately, they were not the same team at the start of the season, yet they have a lot of similar players. They were also missing Marko Arnatovic in this game. Mm-hmm. Their boy, the Which best is a big goal scorer. Tactically, they're just so well prepared. They've got courage. I love watching this Bologna side. I mean, first of all, I want to talk about Inter. Even the past few months, we were saying, I don't. I was saying, I don't care what Inzaghi does. I have. I know the rest of the season is going to be shaky back and forth. I think in the summer, Inter have to look for a replacement. I think... I'm pretty sure that's on everyone's mind. For that. I'm sure Peter's thinking that too. If he was here, he's come back from Miami, so he's living the life. He's gonna oh, have a nice, little, a nice little pack. That is but I'm sure it's on his mind we're, too. We're that shoveling snow outside yeah, over exactly. here. This guy's in Miami getting a nice tan. But uh, yeah, Inzaghi's got to go to a team that's fighting for top four rather than fighting for uh, Campionato. Because I was just before. where he was before exactly. Because I feel like that pressure does not dictate. Make make him a better coach. Some sometimes pressure makes a coach better, where they perform under pressure. To me, unfortunately, it's not Inzaghi. We gave him a season and a half so mm-hmm. far, and it's the same. He threw exact away the Scudetto last year, thing. and we we allowed it. We said, okay, it's yeah. your first time coaching in a tough environment. For me, he's not learning from his mistakes. Exactly. There's same a lot thing. of players who I, I, I don't understand some of his choices. He does really good against Porto, and then even Aslani is a player that where where's Aslani? Yeah. Nothing. He's he's not, he's not, he's not, not come on. Frustrating. Mike, when I started to see the game yesterday, yeah. I said, Barella is not there. Because I caught it to, to the end of the first half, into the second half, and then Barella, Barella. And then I said, my God, one nothing. I saw the beautiful goal. You woke nice up goal. at 6.30 for this game? Yeah. Oh, so man. then I said to myself, I said, what the hell is going on? You think then I see Barella. I said, Barella is coming in. <laughs> He's coming in. I said, what? How the hell are you starting a game without Barella? Who's got who's who's better than Barella? He came player? in last thirty minutes. I think they probably underestimated. But Bologna this season has been doing incredible. They're, I, I have a stat. This they're I think a position away from uh, Europe, right? Over their I have the, over their last six games, they would be in third place. That's how good their recent form has been. Incredible. No, and they got two Greeks. Hiragopoulos came in at the end. Liko Yanis didn't feature. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, so he came in at the end. And Bologna, didn't feature. Bologna with less, lesser than uh, than a great player. Like I wanna say mediocre because I will take it away. A lot of it. It's a lot of greatness over there. I see the fluidity that uh, Tiago Motta's put it into this team over here, man. And they were not guessing around. Bam, mm. bam, 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 yeah. bam, 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 bam. They know where to be. Yeah. They know where to and be. And Lukaku, he, Lukaku. Because the formation backwards. That's why. Yo, I hate, yo, I can't, honestly, I think that's my biggest pet peeve right now. Well, people say is that, everyone right? commenting, a 2-7-2 formation. BS. Because he, he, he came out saying he plays a 2-7-2 formation. But he raised it up, down to up. He was just explaining that he sees football. Like, he wants two players on the left side, mm-hmm. seven in the middle, which he counts the goalkeeper. He counts the goalkeeper as the first attacker, and he counts mm-hmm. the defender as the first uh, he counts the striker as the first defender, which makes sense if you just think logically mm-hmm. about it. But they use it as makes if it's sense. the whole thing. Yeah, My yeah. gosh, I see so many people. Oh, how is he I succeeding with a two seven two? Please, if you're listening to this, just yeah. go read actually what he said. <laughs> it just yeah. like went viral. No, for I think. sure. And on top of this, I mean, Bologna the past two seasons, they were one of those teams that 
if as long as they didn't get relegated, it seemed like they were cool. Who did cool. they bring in? Who did they bring in? Remember, you and I were talking to this with Peter, which I think we need Peter to do a special video because we know Peter's great at uh, at these videos about directors. Sartori. From Atalanta, who the man has built, he helped build Atalanta up. He's got a They are the talent. unsung heroes in, yeah. in the league and in, in Serie A in general, in football in general. So I think we need to do, if anyone wants to see, sure. we were talking with Peter going back and forth, Corvino, Sartori, like, People that are not talked about, Juntoli, like off the field, off the field. behind Napoli, the scenes. Look what Napoli is doing with Juntoli, yeah. man. I'm telling you, it's but just I, unbelievable. But yeah, uh, this Marotta company, the they, they, I think they are on on, on the way. On do the you way really down. blame Marotta though? Like, look, I do. They I have do. no. They have. They're working with a Marotta. lot of problems. Yeah, they yeah. put their behind the scenes. They're not even getting paid by their sponsor. They're not even getting paid yeah. by their sponsor. They haven't been paid a, a dollar by their sponsor. Being talked about. Yeah, it's a very I think the ownership, right now. I think they, they need to figure out a way to sell because right now they're putting a team at Inter that had a good project, mm -hmm. that was able to do something, that they won the league, they finally came mm -hmm. back, and it feels like they can't take that next step because of the restrictions. So for me, yeah. I don't blame Marotta. I think that Marotta is dealing with a lot of issues. I think uh, secretly Inter is for sale because uh, a Goldman Sachs. I don't think it's a secret. Yeah, it's the, Goldman it's not a, Sachs, it's not a Goldman secret. Sachs is, a, is, is trying to find uh, you know potential uh, suitors for They're 100%. Uh, for the there's team. Americans that are talking to them. There's yeah. a lot of people that want Inter. I wanted to bring up uh, Bologna too. Hopefully got, with some good money. Yeah, we got to bring up uh, how great their season is. I, I hope they make Europe, even though it's going to be fun. patch. Mike. What just is the because good news? No, I was just going to bring up a star that I think has been incredible. A lot of people haven't talked about is their left back, Cambiasso. Lately mm -hmm. for this season, uh, he got sold because Genoa went down. Juve and I think Juve brought him back on loan to Bologna. And man, this kid's good, man. He's a young kid. I think Mancini got to take a good look at this guy because he's he's a hustler. He brings in great crosses and he plays... He plays older than what his age is. I think he's 21 or 22 Why do we always get good players in the same position? Yeah, I know. I left back because yeah. we have Parisi uh, on one side, money, right? who's a great dribbler. Spinazzola is getting back into incredible form. And they're all freaking left backs. I, Juve, he would have been a good replacement for Alexandro if Juve believed in him and kept him. But I like he's not the biggest. Keep him. He's not they're the biggest motivator. For him and they're exercise the, the, the option. One more I, don't like, uh, I don't like renewing But Cambiasso, keep an eye for him because he's, he's looking good and hopefully gets that Zuri call up. You you know, one thing I noticed, we were, and Michael and I were talking about this when we were watching the games, when I saw Juventus's lineup, and now we're talking about Inter's lineup, the turnover. Napoli does none. They play their best team every single time. Like Sarri. Spalletti wants... No messing around. I think he wants a point record for Juventus. I think he wants to start games to win right away. Their game against Empoli is a perfect example. I thought to myself, there's no way he's going to play Osiman and Kvara. Mm -hmm. There's no way. He's going to switch. He's he going to put the game away right away and That's never relax. It. Period. That's how they do it. And Osiman, when you're in this form and you're playing good and you're feeling good, now he scored for his eight straight league games. The last player to do that was Ronaldo. 19 goals this season. Full strength Napoli. They don't joke around. They want to win games. And I think it's an interesting strategy because he's trying to keep maintain this form. He'll sub them out as the game goes on. But I think it's very interesting the differences in certain teams that are playing all their starters, even in games that don't matter. For example, Roma against Cremonese. Six changes. Yeah. Most mm. that they've had all year. Mm. Right? A Cremonese who already knocked you out of the Coppa Italia. Yeah. I'm not saying that you, you can't switch players, but I'm just... Putting it out there, like look at the differences between certain clubs and teams. Yeah, in Napoli, I, to be honest, if they switch their whole eleven, I still think they'll get the same result. Just because I feel like they're flying high, 
everything's working perfectly for him. And it's, it is a little questionable for me that Spalletti doesn't make more changes. I get it's working and stuff. But you are risking some things when you still ah. have, when you pretty much wrapped up the Scudetto, you still got Champions League. So I don't think, I'm not saying, uh, I'm, I know more than Spalletti, but I'm just saying be careful with the, because Osiman came off with an injury, thankfully, the last game, thankfully it was nothing serious, and they played him to like the 80-something minute. I was like, give him a break. Well, the last I, 40 minutes, take him off, put Simeone in. Why are you playing uh, Osiman every single game? Let me just say something. Said, yeah, let me answer don't to you. risk it. No, don't risk it. I think I, I, think you know, know, I, think I know his mentality. Well, if you see a car on the garage, or if you see a motorcycle, I'm saying please, let me just say something. Saying please, let me say it. If you sit a car on the garage for a long time and you don't you don't put the car mm. on or you don't run the car, yeah. that car when you're starting the next time, it's not gonna run good. good. So you need that certain amount of, of minutes all constantly yeah. on some of those yeah. players in order to keep them focused on the game and running. I'm not saying not to start him. I'm saying uh, playing let less. Me, let, let me just give you. For example, the parallel between now Spalletti and Inzaghi. Look what Inzaghi does. He sits Barella. And he brings him in when the game is almost out of hand. Inter didn't tie the game against Bologna because when you are, you know, under, chasing the game, chasing the game and struggling and trying to make yeah, things happen and things it's like harder. that, the nerves they play a very bad game on uh, on yourself. So, you know, especially Spalletti, in the back too, yeah, when you change the fenders. Spalletti's idea is, hey, let's bring the game very quickly. Let's put the, the let's put the resultato. You know, out of the reach very quickly. One, two, three. It doesn't stop at the one nothing. It doesn't defend. So two nothing. Then it slows, 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 slows down to the end. I said, okay, ten minutes before, twenty minutes before, fifty minutes before. It, it rotates. It was the 84th minute when o Oshiman came out. It was still Some of those people they don't want to come out. Man. They discuss those things. Man. I know, but as a coach, you should know. There's not smart to risk someone he, like Oshiman who's been incredible. Well, I think he has seen that some of those players they have that extra juice that you can keep them on the field. So, for example, AC Milan never brings Calabria for the full game. Maybe it's not fully healthy, whatever. No, Calabria has been seeding lately because we found this uh, this three formation back. That is actually paying high, high dividend for us and the fact well, that I think it was hurt. Huh? I think it was hurt. It was hurt, but even when it came, when it came back, it okay. never came back that We got a so, question from James Martino. Yeah. He says, "Is there any way that Napoli blow this Scudetto?" No, not a chance. It's gone. It's not Scudetto a is done. Eighteen points, especially because other teams aren't performing. No, you know what's you know what's one thing that I heard I'm from a Napoli I fan. I still haven't celebrated. I have a <laughs> I have a friend uh, Gio. He's a Napoli fan, and I asked. Him, I said, "Yo, after Inter won, uh, after Inter lost, lost, sorry." I said, "Dude, now you can't even." Make yeah. up an excuse. He goes, you never know. They might take points away from us for the Osiman deal. He goes, so we oh. gotta be careful. He's, he's joking, but no, I think you I think it's nowadays, I think right? it's not. I think it's gonna be about when they clinch it. The date that they clinch it is more I think so. The next couple games, an interesting, be, uh, right? an interesting <laughs> question. Next game, they should get the trophy right. Luda, let us know. Okay? Magic, magic season. I hope they uh, continue this form. Uh, as we go League, forward in the into Champions the Champions League, League. hopefully mm. they gotta they gotta save some juice for Europe nah, too. Nah, no, no, they got plenty of juice. Do Don't worry about it. They got plenty I'm of juice. I'm just saying, be careful. You, you go, never know what injury is gonna happen. Marco last week before the game, he said, "Oh, we don't know. You know, they, they, you know, when you play away in the Champions League and all the stuff, I said they're gonna win. So sure enough, two nothing could have been more you than they missed a penalty. Well." <laughs> So I wanted to bet. I wanted to put to put a bet, but I don't have that, that kind of a stupid app that you guys I got have. You. I'll yeah. take a fifty percent commission. Oh, I take the fifty no, percent commission. I would be a millionaire by now if you guys would listen to me. Okay. Cremonese got their first win in the Serie A. That's wow! And it's come That's against true. Roma. They've now beaten them two times in this year. 
Uh, one in the Coppa Italia where they knocked him out, and now a second time Jesus. they scored first. They they scored uh, off of a you know it's it's a it was a classic match for the way that I saw it. Roma started out great, high up in the field, looking for chances, blah blah blah. No shots, no ch- no no real opportunities created. But what you imagine a big team and a small team. Um, when I say extremely organized, direct counter attack, play the ball uh, down. Shaju, great finish. <laughs> Goal of his life, Screamer. his second goal in this season. He loves to score bangers. Played at Ascoli, so that's how we were following him. They have these sorts of quality players, even like Okereka up top, who can create those moments. So that was sort of the game plan. Ballardini, we know how Ballardini is. He puts out a team that's always organized. So they defended well. They defended deep when they had to. They tried to break quick, and they caught Roma. But the weird thing is, Roma, yes, they started with, uh, they started well, like I said. They started with six players that were different. But they scored the 1-1. And now when they scored the 1-1, when Spinazzola scores 1-1, one minute, 60-something minute, oh, you have to put the game I away. said, okay, here we go. Now Tammy Abraham's coming on. Now uh, Solbakin is coming on. All these mean, players. Tammy Abraham didn't even start the game. Tammy no, Abraham no, didn't Belotti start. Belotti started. Belotti started. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He changed a lot of players. Yeah. They brought on El Shadawi. They brought on a lot of players. I said, okay, here we go. Now they're going to score 2-1. Game is going to be over. Yet, Rui Patricio... Takes down, um, who was it? Who did he take down in the box? Um, Let me see. Why is his name, uh, his name's escaping my mind right now. Mm. Takes him down, gets a penalty kick, scores the penalty kick. Was it No, it wasn't Okereke. Just check. Did he get a red card? No. No, no, red card. Uh, Penalty kick, they score, and and wow. Uh, Cremonese get their first win. Roma with no ideas. So many poor performances from uh, key men. Pellegrini looks like a ghost of himself. himself. Even Dybala wasn't good. Belotti is is awful. Zalewski played one of the worst games I've ever seen Zalewski play. Losing the ball, gets beat so easily. Don't know if he's really an attacker or if he's a defender. Mm. Yeah, it was Okereke, bro. Okereke didn't get the foul. He got, he drew the penalty. Okay, but who scored the penalty? Oh, that's a different question. Uh, Chofani. Chofani, there we go. Yeah, yeah. That's he, the name I was looking for. You got the penalty. I think I said both, that's why. Oh. Uh. Um, Chofani and and yeah. wow, uh, perfect penalty, bottom left corner. Anyway, this is. Uh, I mean, Mourinho gets sent off. He complains after the game. He got sent off. Complains about the during, referee after the, the game. Match, he got sent off. Whoa. Yeah, and he's gonna miss the game against Juventus now, obviously because he got a red card. But what a disaster from a Roma side that like that we we I've praised them for being mentally strong and having this these characteristics of being good but lack of ideas mm. lack of fight and i think taking advantage of a cremonese side who they thought that they were going to beat once they go in the final third uh, why not them come back to once they go in the final third i just feel like they don't know what to do with the ball they have players that aren't the same as last season pellegrini oh, looks like a completely different player Dybala mm. unfortunately didn't perform today really uh, up to his usual standard. Bellotti's just there to hold the ball up and doesn't do uh, know anything else to do. Spinazzola is the only probably bright side in this team. He's the only one that's contributing to goals or assists or beating a defender to send a cross in. But they ne- they need a lot of help. And I, Rui Patricio, he I, makes some bad yeah, mistakes. They need sometimes. a new goalkeeper. He makes some questionable. He does good saves, and then he does some questionable questions. How do you how do you, you're in this race for for the top yeah, four? No Atalanta Atalanta slips up, Inter slip up, right? Yeah. You have this opportunity where Juventus have the minus fifteen points. Lazio, Lazio you would well. think that you're given everything yeah. in this to match against that. Cremonese to win because you could get top four. It's it's really there. 
Weird, weird. I, I don't like the. I got, I once I saw six players missing, this was going to be. A I thought they could tie. I didn't think they could lose. But fair play to Cremonese. They played the match exactly how they had to play the match. They played organized. They played the way that they need to. They do they lack in quality, hundred percent. Besides I, a few players, but well done to them. Congrats to them. First win in Serie A this season. I have a good feeling that uh, I, I it's going to be between Inter Roma, Inter Roma, and uh, and. Uh, um, Inter and Roma, they might they might just slip up uh, below, and then Lazio is going to overtake them. Atalanta, really? Atalanta, mm. I don't think they have the, they have the juice and the quality to no. be able to, to win Champions League. So, uh, so, so many games. You know, Zapata so is not games. there anymore. Zapata was a big thing for Atalanta. How Zapata. about Lazio? Lazio, Lazio, Lazio got, got a Lazio, good win against Sampdoria. Lazio, Lazio is, is the is the wild card. That was a tough match, though. Yeah, Lazio they almost drew that game card. too. Okay, but almost. But yeah. the fact that they won it late, oh, the Luis Alberto scoring. Oh my God, what a goal! They missed a million chances. Immobile was so Immobile was so off. They are frustrating, but that, that, it was a test of character. Listen, Sampdoria are terrible they're last place in the way now. that they play. They're, they're, uh, they're, more, or, they're more organized now with Stankovic, if we're being mm -hmm. honest. like They're they're much That's more the, organized mm -hmm. in the way that they play. They just have no quality. Besides Winks, I actually liked Winks in the midfield for them. Solid. I thought that he was pretty Listen, good. Inter, but Lacho, hey, they found ways to win. You got to find ways to win. And sometimes the ball doesn't want to go into the back of the net. It was one of those games. Luis Alberto, Magic, outside the box, mm -hmm. Curler, huge game. They were just very sloppy throughout the match. Like, so many missed passes that mm. you wouldn't expect from a Lazio side that plays well. Savic was off his game, so. I'm surprised in Lammers, too. I expected more from him overall. And Gabbiadini's just not cutting anymore. Mm -hmm. And Claudia Redla's too old to even stand up. They have on no strikers. Feet. Listen, I was There's nothing in attack. There's no fear Today, I was expecting to see those three teams on, on, on the second spot. Milan, Milan Inter, too. and Roma. I was yeah, expecting yeah. them to fight for the second spot over there. So now we just left with Milan and Inter. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you something. It's between, I think Inter is going to drop. It might drop even below Roma. I think Inter is really? not. They have a match against Lecce this I weekend. I don't know about that. They do? Yeah, Lecce. Ooh, Lecce with, with what? They're playing in... At, no, sorry. I don't think it's at Lecce. We'll check after. Let's finish the Let's finish the rest it's, of the games and then yeah, we'll preview and we'll get some more questions. Oh, Fiorentina. About Fiorentina. Oh, my God. 3-0. They needed, they needed this win more than any team's ever needed a win in their life because of the form that they were on coming into this. Great in Conference League. In Serie A, it's been awful. The fans have been protesting. The mm. fans want every player's head. Question marks about Italiano. He's too stubborn. He started Cabral, which they do play better with Cabral. That's without a doubt. Um, you know, their midfield was was on point. Their midfield plays great, in my opinion. Barak scored. I think that this player has an incredible uh, talent. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's really incredible. He's that player, like I was saying before, Pogba, how he, he connects the midfield to the attack. He needs to be a little bit more decisive, but he's he's freaking amazing. I think you guys made a big mistake. You should have signed Barak instead of Pogba. I'll tell you, I like Barak when I okay, see Barak. Okay, relax, too. bro. I relax. <laughs> you watch. <laughs> you but watch. Hey, yeah. Either way, they had the right attitude. They were pressing. They, they high press. They always play this way, though. For the most part, Fiorentina plays this way. They just don't score goals. Mm. It helped once I got the second goal. Uh, you know, the Cabral goal? scored his fifth goal what in about Serie A. His goal from He's, midfield. Oh, Cabral's got five goals crazy. in his last four games, all competitions. So if he gets into form, <laughs> if they get a striker who puts the ball into the back of the net, which has been the biggest problem, they can 
fix their season. For me, that's the biggest yeah. thing that they're lacking. They have Cabral, Cabral right now for Serie A, and they got Jovic uh, for Europe. So it seems like they're clicking on different competitions. Hey, but Fiorentina got to build off this a win. A question. Is Biragi's goal from midfield the appraise for him, or is a, it's a downgrade for the goalkeeper for his position? He was smart. He was smart. He yeah, read the play. He did it quick. He did it no, quick. They weren't paying attention. Yeah, he's so got the meant it. Yeah, of course well, he meant it. What do you think you want to do? Who thinks he's you? What do you, wait, what do you think you want to do, honestly? I don't know. I don't I'm asking know. you. Of course he's clearing he the ball. I think he was clearing no. the ball. But nah, he was smart to play quick. Goal. Spectacular ball. I can watch that. It. it did perfectly. But Verona, Verona uh, the entire game, all I thought is, it feels like a bunch of random players on the bad. field together. Players that... No style. They went from being beautiful. They went from being beautiful to and watch last year. Best players. With, with, uh, was the one of them. I mean, and with Tudor. And, and with Tudor. Tudor was last year. Tudor is the thing that built up Verona. Mm-hmm. Sold too many players, and unfortunately, they get what they deserve. Uh, Zaffaroni's taking over the team. There's a lot of questions if Bocchetti uh, is actually coaching or if it's Zaffaroni. They mm-hmm. were on pretty good form, but when I watched them play, I said, "All right." Like I said, a bunch of random players, honestly, playing Damn. together. Yeah, I'm just looking at their transfers that they went out. They have Barak that left, mm-hmm. Gunther that left, Ilic that left, Amione that left. Caprari. More, yeah, more Simeone, Caprari. Yeah. They scored Simeone, 60% of their goals, Caprari. 70% of their goals. Casale, Tulazio. I mean, yeah. that's fucking like half a, your team. You like, get what you deserve. Then, and then you change but your coach. Player, what then do you next? Little player. Well, well that's why Tudor, but Tudor left because of that. He said, all right, I just did an incredible job with Verona. And then you're gonna get rid of all my Angelieri. players. They're gonna be relegated. Oh, they, these Terrible. were all star players for Verona. They were balling over Let there. Let them go because they, they've been nothing but bad luck for AC Milan. I want to see them I in like Serie Goodbye. See ya. I don't want them to go. Oh, hey, okay. listen. I, I don't like teams that when you sell like that, I think you deserve they, to yes. go down. They they just deprive deprive themselves from their best player. What the hell? Are you, what, what do you expect to win? Uh, I know. I know. I have a on. soft spot for them. Though. Devin Devin asks since we're talking about the relegation race, do you guys see anything changing in the bottom three? I'll read it to you. 18th place, Elis Verona. 19th place, Cremonese. 20th place, Sampdoria. Spezia are one of the teams that could get relegated. They're in 17th, three points above. Salernitana is uh, hovering there. And then mm. there's Lecce, but I think that Lecce, we wouldn't cover. I think so Spe- Spezia, Salernitana and Spezia. I think, they, they might. I think it's going to stay as Verona, is. Verona, stay, might, as is. stay as is. No, Verona might, they, they, yeah, they, they might catch up. You, I mean, you know what? Spezia scare me. Spezia scare Spezia me. Aren't that good, but they're still bad. They have more quality and attack than Verona do. Salernitana, they spend the money. Salernitana, I snap worrying me a lot. What, what's the quality, yes. Enzola? Enzola, he's a beast. He's the only Enzola's guy. A beast. He's the only guy. He's good. Yeah, I know who the Verona have. Verona don't have. Kevin Lasagna, bro. Respect. Yeah, yo, you so respect missed. that, bro. He's terrible. He was in front of the net and he it's missed terrible. it completely. Oh. I'm like, bro, at least I target. It was so yeah, bad. Leal misses too with an open net. Everybody can miss. <laughs> yeah, him, the only one that doesn't miss is this guy here. I don't miss. IFTV Antonio. IFTV Antonio. Yeah. You got oh, yeah. that. You know, the, only, play, that's the only thing is, like, I feel like there, there's this factor that can't be calculated into any stat, but I feel like I've seen it over my lifetime where a team that has been in Serie A for a while, somehow they usually manage to sneak out when they're having one bad season, right? Like Sampdoria kind of did that a couple Genoa. times. Genoa, Genoa did that a couple yeah. times. But then, and then if you, but, but then Cagliari, if you keep, Cagliari, Cagliari. But then if you keep, if you do it again one more season, it's kind of like there's like one out, you know? It's yeah, like you got yeah, one yeah. strike. Exactly. And then if you do it again, then you're going to go down, which is Sampdoria is going to be the one that goes down. So that's why I think Ellis Verona might manage to stay You up. think because of that? But For if they do it again next season, then they're going down, right? Because even Spezia, like, like <laughs> <laughs> I watched their game against Udinese, and I mean, 
Sotil went nuts in his post-match press conference saying, nice guys don't win in football. He said, you wow. need to be bad. He's got to be a bad boy. Yeah, when, you, bad. when you watch him, Antonio's a bad boy. You're bad. <laughs> That's why he's saying this idea. <laughs> yeah, we got to put this guy in a corner. He's bad boys. <laughs> you need bad, bad boys, what bad boys. Gonna what you're going to do? What you're going to do? do when it comes to you? Come bad for boy, you. For you, to you, same thing. When relegation comes when for relegation you. Relegation comes for you, bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do all So right. anyway, anyway. What do you do? I can play the saxophone. Yeah. You can play the saxophone. I can. Yeah. You know why? <laughs> I because, can probably learn because though. he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> saxophone funny. for people that they suck. Oh yeah, go, Mike. That's it. What else we gotta discuss? Uh, oh let's discuss. Hey, let's. Why don't we finish up with the way we started with AC Milan being on the biggest? No, no, we already did. We already did it. All right, why well, are you? No, we did everything. Yeah, we got everything. We everything. Right? Did you Let miss some Monza surprise match? I came out of nowhere. I didn't watch the game. I missed the game. I saw the Tira G from Kulubali. Who Tira G? Tira G. Beautiful goal. I was really surprised how Mons on this. Salernitana came out of came out of nowhere and just completely plummeted. Wow. Two losses. Monza. Two losses back and back to back. But Monza's still safe. Whatever happens, they they overexceeded. I think everyone's expectations. I thought they'd be fighting. Uh, they'd be where Spezia is at this point. But you know, they got some good players. I like Monza. They're doing it well. They spent money and they I got. I like Monza. They let's got good let's people take a in couple. Charge. Let's take a couple quick. Questions. Let's mm-hmm. answer these just like one sentence. One, two sentences max. Hoove, CFC Hoove. I think he's a Chelsea fan. What do you think the Serie A has to do in order to become the most successful, attractive, and commercially lucrative league in the world? Wow. I think a big step is uh, investing more in stadiums and infrastructure. And I think in the long run, have it private, privately owned, and you'll get more income for the teams, which will overall help with the budget and the mercato. And help spending and attract bigger players with bigger salaries to fight off, you know, other leagues. I think that's a one big step. You know what's interesting? I uh, I was with the Chesena owners, who they're guys from Brooklyn, and I was talking to them about this, about uh, about owning stadiums. And they Peter? say that that's actually not true. Yeah, mm-hmm. Peter Chacha. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says it's not true that you have to own a stadium. Because I said the same thing. I was like, oh, that's great. Like, you guys own their stadium. If you want, no. So they actually don't want to own their stadium, as they were explaining it to me. And I'll break this down because I we don't I don't come from a law background I don't know this yeah. they they were very successful in real estate in New York and they say New York and London do this a lot is they get controlling leases they get ninety nine year leases which means that they still pick up the revenue but they don't own the soil you don't need to own the soil mm-hmm. around it nobody you're owns just, the soil it's all uh, no, not even the United States you don't own that yeah, <laughs> the fact that you're a homeowner doesn't mean that you own the soil is, okay. uh, I said soil as a representation of you own the property I'm yeah. you fighting <laughs> you on that one <laughs> Nick <laughs> no. what are you laughing about it Nick okay point being you don't actually need to own mm. the stadium you need to have a controlling lease where they're having people come in they're having concerts there they're they're having mm-hmm. big people come there they're making money they hosted italy they had inter had a friendly match i believe against leon they're making money off of that because they have a controlling lease they mm. can invest and because they have a controlling lease you actually want to spend money on improving the stadium because if you don't have that if you just lease it it's like it's like renting right gotcha. yo you're just gonna fix up for the owner no yeah. but because they have controlling stakes so maybe he says that that's one thing that they need to do more in Serie A is to focus on the leasing side because it actually benefits everyone. But okay. sorry, yeah, but one Italy, thing. No, they actually. I, what, I, what, answer the question. Just go to answer this question. Um, all of the above, or what uh, Mike said, and all uh, my answers. Yeah, and uh, 
I don't know. I would see that the, the, the fans, the fans, they need to be drawn in like a, drawn in like families. I, I you want to see families going to the stadium. You do not want to see uh, just the, you know, that the, the old style Italians that that you know, even the ladies home. Comes and then with safety. That, uh, safety yeah, has to yeah, come yeah, first. So, so you want to yeah. involve more the family. When you see the English Premier League, you, mm. the, you see the dads holding the kids and all the stuff, and they sing. Italy is catching up with that, but uh, we need more. And the size of the stadium. Agreed. The size of the stadium is very important. You do not need a 70,000, 80,000 uh, uh, spectator stadium. You need something like a, for a big city like Milano, Torino, uh, you know, uh, Bologna, whatever, or Napoli. Or, uh, you need maybe a 40,000, 50,000, but you need to fill them up mm. consistently and get get a, like a tight-knit family that comes over there, meets at the stadium every time your, your team plays over there. And you're starting with a song. You're starting to, to surround the stadium with the shops that people, they... They need like family oriented. You get the kids to the playgrounds and you get the, I don't know, buy some of the toys for the kids. In other words, make it a family experience because that, that way all the families involved. You go to the stadium before you go to the stadium, you go to, to have the kids playing around and then you go to the game. And after the game, maybe you go to the pizzeria. You have to have the infrastructure around the stadium surrounding the sports and uh, and promoting that sport like a mall too or beautiful. something yeah. well Juventus has that like if you go to yeah. Juventus it's an experience you know you exactly. go hours before you go to the museum exactly. you it's go to just, the mall it's not just that that's it, fun there's revenue for so, things around yeah, obviously also. I agree with maybe maybe the mom if they, if the kids don't want to go to the to the game that maybe the mom can take the kids to the movie theater which is going to be nearby, nearby yeah. maybe I'll meet you guys after the game and we're going to go to the pizzeria all of those things they, they need to be surrounding the stadium the stadium so the yeah. stadium is like a, a point of interest yeah no we call it in it in architectural term l'emergenza architettonica l'emergenza architettonica is the building with the highest tower maybe it could be the church mm. or it could be in this particular state, uh, case is the stadium uh-huh. and all the infrastructure around they have to be uh, they have to be supporting and then in, encourage this family family event that on sunday hey it's sunday today let's say even if your team is not playing home you can still go around the stadium over there, watch the game, exactly. maybe on a big screen or things like that. And at the same time, go to the mall, go to the playground and make things happen for the family. That was yeah. a lovely one to two sentence answer from you. Oh, Antonio. I'm so sorry, man. Nick, that was too long, right? No, it's good. Uh, so obviously all of the above, the things that I'll add is I think that our rights deals need mm-hmm. to be spread out more evenly. I know it's a thing that we've discussed here. Um, you know, that there needs to be the teams at the bottom get a bigger portion of the pie because it's been proven in the mm-hmm. Premier League that making a more competitive league overall helps us all. So I think that that's one thing. And one last aspect is like, I think our media is still not good enough. I think like what we do on social media needs to improve. Getting highlights out there, making it more visible. Let's be the number one league that's accessible for people to be able to watch and embrace Italy as a country, as the beauty of the country, which I still see we're doing it better but we're not there yet. And I think for the younger generation, they're more interested in things that go beyond the 90 minutes of the pitch. For the most part, they're watching clips. They're watching little highlights. You need to sell them on the story. Well, you know what? Let me add to that tweet and then we'll finish. I know it's just a one or two sentence, but uh, you know, let's talk. You have to talk about the food of the city. You have to talk about the singer. You have to talk about the music and the sports. You play in Bologna. You play, let's say, modern is nearby. The Ferrari is right there. And the Formula One. You have to make the whole thing just gel together and just create a product that is uh, sellable at so many different levels. Okay? So, and if you guys need a promotion, if you guys looking at me straight on you the You can be the, the ambassador. Eyes, we can, IFTV can provide this service at the highest level. I don't okay? do balloons, right? Balloon I can animals. do the balloons. Hey, I can pieces. blow them. I can blow the balloons, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Nicky, don't cut this. Don't cut this. You're very quick. 
<laughs> it, was, it was good on that uh, one. Okay. Um, last question, and then we'll wrap up. Alessandro, hard one. Uh, I'll start since you guys might need a second. Start what one, the, bench one, <laughs> sell one. Quara Leao Di Maria. Start one, sell one. Start one, bench one, sell one. So I'm starting Quara because he's unbelievable right now and uh, he's young. He's the best player. I'm benching Di Maria to come in and to give me an, a great 30 minutes off the bench. And then I'm selling Lau because he gets mm. the most value. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. I don't want to copy, but that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you said it. I would have said the same thing. I agree too. It's Whoa, actually, really? I'm not sorry, Lau, yeah, Lau. It's not. It's not that hard of a question, not to be hard. fair. Yeah, it was, that was pretty easy. <laughs> Di Maria, there was a point you, of selling you, you, Di Maria. You, you get no money for Di Maria. He, I think he answered his own question. It is very obvious. <laughs> Are you calling Alessandro <laughs> stupid? No, but uh, it's very hard to disagree with you, Alessandro. What I'm saying is that uh, we are we agree the way the way you put you put the question on the board is like a, it's a no brainer for us. I mean, look at Leao. Leao is supposed to be producing so much, but uh, it's been a shadow a shadow himself. So I don't uh, agree with that at all. I think uh, that I think that he's been uh, growing a lot right now, growing a lot, and he's gonna score against Tottenham in the oh, Champions we'll League. We'll see. Uh, last question, Secretary. Wandika. Wandika. What? Secretary Wandika. Wait, what are you saying now? I said the next question from Secretary oh, okay. Wandika. Okay. Wandika. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I don't know what you were saying after. What's Ibra the question? should not renew with Milan. He's an unnecessary distraction. What's this guy? Uh, I, I respectfully disagree. <laughs> AC Milan is not in need of Ibra on the field, but AC Milan is needing Ibra in uh, is needing Ibrahimovic for his leadership of the field, and for his grit and his uh, communicating his uh, mm. his demand to put everything on the field every time that you step on that grass. So, uh, and then I'm sure Ibra, it's it's uh, the I like to say the. It's like the sne sneaky dog of Maldini because Maldini and him, they're best friends. They talk to each other and maybe Ibra is the one that just brings... He reports back? Yes. <laughs> That's a funny idea. Yeah. That's what I think uh, Ibrahimovic's role is over there. So what he does, Ibrahimovic brings what Maldini wants to communicate to the player into the grass. So you want one more year after this year? I do. Okay. Guys, thank you everybody for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, and we will see you soon. Ciao, Ciao guys. And okay. Forza Milan all the time and Forza Italian football television. Oh, God, don't say television. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs>